coming up. You've got a mastermind criminal who's organized, based on affidavits at least, two professional hits. And he's a uniformed patrol officer, armed, uh, walking and patrolling the streets of our city. That's difficult to believe. For Vault Studios, I'm Will Johnson. You're listening to The Daily Crime. The investigation into two murders that took place in 2017 in Dallas, Texas, has taken a shocking turn. We're joined by Teresa Woodard, an anchor and senior reporter at WFAA in Dallas. Uh, Teresa, tell us about these two murders that happened back in 2017. Sadly, when these murders happened and these these bodies were found in the Trinity River, which cuts through Dallas, um, they didn't get a lot of attention. And I don't think a lot of us thought too much about it. Um, now you look back and you realize, wow, that that's kind of a, a, a landmark case that was at its beginning in 2017. So, yes, in 2017, February of 2017, uh, a man named uh, Albert Douglas was reported missing by his family. Um, a month or so later, a woman named Liza Signs, her body was discovered in the Trinity River. Uh, Mr. Douglas's body was never discovered, but Liza's was. And when that happened, um, an investigation was launched, and within a few weeks, some uh, suspects were arrested. And uh, that was sort of the story. You know, these people had been arrested for a murder, and um, unfortunately, as news coverage does, you, you go on and you focus on other things. It was in 2019 when one of the men who had been arrested for Liza Sines' murder came forward to police, he was in custody at the time, and he said, I have information that one of your officers was actually behind this murder. Just so I'm clear, when these suspects were arrested back in 2017, did they go to trial or were they still behind bars with trial pending or what happened? Trial pending, still behind bars. You know, the wheels of justice move relatively slowly (laughs) uh, in all cases. Uh, But for some reason in these cases, these men um, have not been tried in this particular case. And were they both charged in connection with just one of the murders or both of the murders? They were charged with uh, just Liza Sines' murder. They were not implicated in the Douglas murder. Okay, so two men behind bars in connection with one of these cases from 2017. And as you said, comes forward and says there's a police officer involved and tells investigators what happens next. I mean, that's a bombshell if you're uh, working if you're working the case, right? It is a bombshell. And, you know, as a journalist looking back, man, I wish I would have known that information in 2019. It never came to light. Uh, it didn't it didn't come to light, which is disappointing and um, and interesting from a from a person who lives, you know, in Dallas. Um, so in 2019, in the fall, uh, this this suspect does come forward and speak to Dallas police and, and gives this information, says that uh, police officer Brian Reiser is responsible for these murders, that basically he he was hired to kill these people at Reiser's request. Uh, the affidavit that we've received now shows that back in October 2019, um, this man laid it all out, this suspect who was the alleged hitman. He says that Reiser... Um, contacted him because they had known each other in years past, kind of growing up, and maybe they'd gotten into some trouble, you know, as, as youngsters. Um, and and asked the, Officer Riser asked the suspect if um, he was still sort of doing the things that they had done together as kids. Uh, according to the affidavit, they began meeting 
in Riser's squad car. Uh, so that's that's an interesting tidbit uh, to sort of talk about these murders that he wanted to have happen. Um, they would meet at a public park. They would meet at a donut shop. And Riser allegedly offered um, $3,500 for one murder and $6,000 for the other murder. Uh, and this suspect says that he was given sort of information about what these people looked like and where they could find him. Um, and, and Riser even kind of led them to uh, the spot where Douglas and, and Liza Sines could be, could be found. Um, and then those, those murders happened. Court documents say Officer Riser worked with a hitman to kidnap and kill two people and dump them in the Trinity River. In February of 2017, police say Riser paid $3,500 for the murder of Albert Douglas. His body was never found. A month later, police say Riser coordinated the murder of Liza Sines, whose body was discovered in the river with multiple gunshot wounds. Detectives say Riser tried to pay $6,000 for Sines' murder, but the hitman and associates were already arrested. So the information comes forward in October 2019. Dallas police um, get the information, get tipped off to it. They do begin an internal affairs investigation. But the police chief at the time says she was told and briefed on this and that they didn't have quite enough information to consider him a suspect, Riser. So they considered Riser a person of interest. They were investigating him, and they left him on the police force from the time that that information was disclosed to them until March of 2021. I have to assume they were monitoring him, or what What happens next? I wish I could fill in those blanks for you, because those are the questions that we really want to know and need to know. Um, but we're not getting a lot of clear information about what happened between 2019 and 2021. A couple pieces of information that can fill in some of the blanks. Um, a new chief took hold in Dallas, uh, and this chief says he was briefed on this case on a Wednesday and on Thursday, the day after, is when Officer Riser was arrested. And then days later, he was officially fired from the force. Riser thought he was coming to Dallas Police Headquarters for a routine disciplinary hearing Thursday morning. But in reality, police sources say it was a ruse to get him into custody. Today, the Dallas Police Department arrested Officer Brian Riser, badge number 90, 9586 and charged him with two counts of capital murder. We will not allow anyone to tarnish this badge. Chief, how long has he been on administrative leave? Uh, since he was taken into custody this morning. So he had been out patrolling the community while he was under investigation for murder? Yes, he was. So potentially it's because, you know, this new chief took hold and said, I can't have somebody who is even potentially a person of interest in a case uh, on my force. Uh, but, but something happened. And I have specifically asked the Dallas Police Department what piece of evidence came forward between October 2019 and March of 2021 that led to this arrest and led to these charges and led to the firing of, of Riser. And we haven't gotten a clear answer yet. And Teresa, he was fired the next day, you said. When and was that in tandem with the charges and an arrest? Yeah. So he was arrested one morning. He was charged that afternoon. He was, uh, the, you know, clearly there is a civil service process that has to take place when an officer is, is terminated. And so it wasn't just within hours. It was it was a few days that passed between the time when he was arrested and he was 
uh, 100% terminated, but the chief made it clear, this this new chief made it clear that um, that process would, would, would not linger on, and it was very fast. You mentioned, and I want to make sure I'm clear on this, that the body of one victim, Albert Douglas, was never found. The other victim was found. Correct. Yeah. The Douglas uh, family, sadly, has had no closure because that body was was never found. But according to the arrest affidavits, um, he was he was shot and dumped in the Trinity River, which is the same um, thing that happened to Liza Sines, and her body was discovered. The suspect who came forward, the man behind bars, has uh, that person been identified? Publicly, so there, there's there's multiple people who uh, were arrested for the signs murder, and in the affidavit, it's not it in the affidavit that that charges Riser, uh, Officer Riser. It just calls him uh, an informant. So we're not 100 percent certain which of the suspects has been uh, what was the was the one who came forward and 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 disclosed all this information to police. Um, however, there is a defense attorney in town who has spoken to uh, the Dallas Morning News, and he has disclosed the name of that suspect. Our particular reporting has not gone that far yet. Understood. And uh, do we know the other person who was taken into custody? How does that person fit into the picture if Officer Riser uh, did what he's allegedly did talk to this childhood friend was there's another person involved apparently right it, it was yeah sort of an associate of his you know they they i guess sort of ran in the same circles and so this person was allegedly part of the crime uh, maybe not the trigger man maybe not the uh the one who organized everything but but was there when it took place i'm sure there's no good answer for the question of, of why but Motive certainly is is of interest. I'm sure has has that come out at all? Not that we know of. Motive is is interesting here. Riser's attorney says there's he's not involved in this. He didn't do this. There's there's absolutely no reason he would want to be involved in this. Um, but the Dallas Police Department has said that Officer Riser was acquainted with one of the victims. They've said it had nothing to do with his police work, that it was a personal relationship. That's as far as they've gone, and our reporting has not been able to sort of dig deeper yet and figure out exactly what the relationship might have been or or who it was with. Um, so right now, motive is a huge question that I think we would all give anything to have an answer to. When asked about the connection between the officer and the victims, the chief called them acquaintances. Garcia added today that the motive is unknown. What do we know about Officer Brian Reiser? How long was he with the police force? Has he been in other police forces in the past? You know, I, I'm not 100% sure if he's served with any other police forces, but he's been on the force since 08. Uh, he has been in the news before. Uh, Officer Reiser was uh, at one point in time implicated in a uh, domestic disturbance, and he was under arrest for that. Um, he so So we reported on him previously. We have been told that these crimes, alleged crimes, have nothing to do with that prior incident. Um, so his his uh, his work record is not spotless, um, but according to Dallas police, the crimes he's accused of now have nothing to do with the previous uh, domestic disturbance. And the investigation itself, you said we don't know a lot about that period of time from when this person came forward and then 
to the day that Officer Reiser was taken into custody. Uh, did the investigation, my understanding is it involved maybe some cell phone records? Once, once this informant talked to Dallas police and implicated Officer Reiser, they did begin to sort of, um, you know, they, they wanted to make sure this was true. They, they wanted to see, is this informant really telling us the truth? So they did look at cell phone records, and they also looked at the GPS locator on Officer Reiser's squad, co- squad car. They determined that, indeed, the things that the informant was telling them about where they met and when they met to plan these crimes, according to cell phone records and according to GPS records, Officer Reiser was there. So the cell phone records do back up what this informant said, and they also, uh, the GPS records back up that he was in his squad car at these meetings. But we don't know necessarily the exact timing of when they got that information, right? I mean, because it would be awfully interesting if they had that fairly early on. They did. (laughs) And it is interesting. Uh, they, They got that information. Those records were available in 2019. So the, the Dallas Police Department has said they had those records in 2019. So not only did they have the information about the informant coming forward, but they knew that he had indeed been meeting with this informant based on those cell phone and GPS records. But yet still nothing happened. It's always uh, just difficult to stomach uh, a story like this when it's someone who is a public servant, who is trusted, and a police officer, and difficult for a police department to have to come out and and talk about it. I imagine this is getting a lot of buzz in the Dallas area. Oh, yes, absolutely. And, you know, one of the things that has developed from this that's, that's interesting is, so the, 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 the former chief who was over the department when, when this was all going on in 2019... Um, she left, uh, and, and it was it was a contentious relationship, I'd say, between the mayor and this former police chief, Renee Hall. Um, she was the the city's first female black police chief, and so there was there was quite a lot of excitement when she was hired. Uh, but but her her time in charge of the Dallas Police Department was a was a stressful time for the city, and I think um, that that she didn't always get a lot of support uh, from from some of the people in the the top brass at the city. She said the night that uh, Officer Riser was arrested, uh, she told WFAA and then came out with a statement later that said she had decided in concert with the FBI and the Dallas District Attorney's Office not to charge him but to watch him and not to tip him off by taking him off the force, not to tip him off that he was under investigation for these crimes. Within 24 hours or so, the FBI came out and said, mm, no, we, we were not part of that, that decision uh, that the chief made to keep him on the force while he was under investigation. We did not at any time and would not uh, make recommendations about um pulling him off or taking him or, or leaving him on duty. We at no time asked them to leave him on duty. We were investigating the case. We continue to investigate the case with the Dallas Police Department. So now, you know, she's, she's the former chief, and now the uh, mayor has decided he wants to launch his own investigation into how this happened. Dallas Mayor Eric Johnson did weigh in. I want to show you that statement in part. He said, quote, uh, while I understand this case remains under investigation, I am sickened to hear about these allegations, but I am grateful for our homicide detectives who have worked to ensure that justice is served. Again, that is Dallas Mayor Eric Johnson. And so you can sort of still see, even though this former chief is gone, these decisions that were made under her watch, uh, the city's still not necessarily um, ready to just cut ties with her. They still want to investigate some of the things that happened. 
the current chief, I mean, three or four weeks into his job, he's dealing with this. He has said, I'm not answering any more questions about this. You know, this is now an investigation that's being handled by the DA and things like that. And so so he's kind of trying to distance himself from it. But he made this decision clear weeks after he took hold. He says he was briefed about this on a Wednesday, finding out that one of his officers was, you know, under investigation for a murder, for a murder for hire case. And he fired him the next day, or rather had him charged and arrested the next day and days later had him fired. All right. So what's next in this case? Uh, off, Brian Reiser behind bars and staying there, I imagine. I, I would imagine he'll be there uh, for a while. Um, we don't know when his first hearing is set. And of course, you know, in the middle of a pandemic, um, the wheels of justice move even slower. <laughs> so I'm not sure when, when we might hear from him uh, in a court appearance. Um, but again, as I said, Dallas, the city of Dallas, the mayor has launched his own investigation into sort of how this happened, how an officer was allowed to stay on the force for all these months while he was under investigation. So I'm assuming we'll we'll, we'll learn more from that end uh, as we are also watching Officer Reiser's case uh, make its way through the criminal justice system. All right, Teresa Water, thank you so much for talking to us about this case. And please keep us posted if uh, there are more developments. It sounds like there, there could be. I think there will be. It's going to be an interesting one to follow. Thanks once again for listening to The Daily Crime. We're here every weekday, Monday through Friday. Check out our full lineup of shows, including Bardstown and The Officer's Wife, at vaultstudios.com. For Vault Studios, I'm Will Johnson. 